Brian Schultz is uh, the father of uh, in-theater dining with Studio Movie Grill. Last time we checked in, it was summertime, and he was starting up with his new concept, Look Dine-In Cinemas, here in Dallas. But now they're spread all across the country. I mean, literally all across the country. They just opened this week in Dobbs Ferry, New York. Brian Schultz joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Glad to be here, David. Thank you. You know, I'm looking at the pins on the map here. You're in... Tampa, you're in uh, Dallas, you're in Glendale, Monrovia, Downey, Redlands, Chandler, Arizona, and, and now Dobbs Ferry, New York. Tell me, what's the, what's the game plan here? What, what's the geography? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, during COVID, uh, you know, I lost my previous business, the Studio Movie Grill. Right. So the majority of these locations are Studio Movie Grills that I've uh, reimagined into this new look concept and standing them back up, rehiring the employees and reinvigorating the communities that I care so much about. So that that's why we're uh, geographically uh, dispersed. But our next two openings are uh, here in uh, Dallas area in both Colleyville and Arlington. So uh, we'll be opening uh, for Batman at the start of March and then uh, another one in April in Arlington. So we get to stay local for just a touch. Batman. So you're going to have content. That's been the challenge is, I mean, early on, uh, they were putting them on television first instead of theaters. Now they're going back into the theaters and you're beginning to get some some interesting movies available. Yeah, it's still a little bit turbulent from week to week. We'll have uh, a a great film like Spider-Man come out where we might be 110, 120% of 2019 pre-COVID. And then we'll go a couple weeks without a new film and we'll drop to 30 or 40%. So the turbulence is still there, but we're planning for that to really smooth out uh, around uh, end of second quarter, third quarter of this year. Well, you're getting a chance to I mean, you've been doing this for 30 years, but you're getting a chance to do this all over again. I guess this is not not the way you would have chosen to do it, but so much has changed. And I would guess that everybody having a cell phone, that's got to be your best friend. Uh, It really is from a social media standpoint, but honestly, from a technology standpoint, we leaned into some of the things about the concept that just weren't our favorite, like any distraction during the film. So a non-distracting experience by letting the uh, guest have control. They can order from a server or they can order on their device and it dims the screen. So there's lots of ways to just make it that much easier for the uh, uh, the guest to order and they're absolutely loving it. So are, are you, what are you putting into these these new theaters as you, you re- reopen them? I guess they were all, they all had digital projectors already, right? Yeah, a lot of them are being upgraded to uh, laser projection. I think the quality level there is a big step up. We've created the look uh, uh, proprietary sound, which is I'm a little bit of a sound, a sound snob, as you know. So uh, great experience is that as far as that goes. And then we're adding what we're calling the premium experience, the PX, largest screens, even more comfortable seat heaters. So we're putting in one screen that uh, is just over the top absolutely ridiculous immersive uh, type experience well and there were some really high-end uh, theaters that that folded ipix uh comes to mind and you've gone into one or two of their locations right yeah our dobbs ferry new york location was an ipic um so what we're trying to do is go to communities that really need a good theater 
and uh, communities that, that want what we're uh, providing, whether that's for private parties, special events, educational, or just great movies and uh, service. Um, that's where we're going. And um, I'll tell you, Dobbs Ferry, New York, I was a little nervous to go to New York, but we were uh, welcomed with uh, open arms. They particularly like some of our Texas flavors. Some of the, they like, they like the food, huh? Uh, I was really surprised how much of the uh, Texas flavors, they just went absolutely crazy on uh, some of our items. Yep. So what about the, the, the COVID trials that you had? I mean, we talked and you were, you know, were advocating, you know, renting out an entire theater. So if somebody wanted to see a movie, they could invite their family or a bunch of friends over and pretty inexpensively rent a theater. And I guess you'd make your money selling them food and drink. And, and you had, um, had takeout from some of your theaters. You could drive by and pick up food. Any of that carrying over? Uh, absolutely. The food's been great. The takeout's uh, still going on, although we paused uh, slightly. We have a whole new um, menu of uh, takeout that's about to launch again this summer. Um, but the private rentals have been really, really popular. And it's a great way to watch whatever kind of content that you want. You can bring your own content. You can watch a game. Uh, you name it. So we we book a lot of the auditoriums that way. So we've reserved one of the auditoriums to always be available so you can schedule it for your private uh, viewing. Fascinating. So tell me about the relationships, because there was a it was a big relationship business. The the people who had the movies, the distributors, the exhibitors, I would guess all that went to heck uh, during COVID when it was sort of every man for himself. What's the relationship now? I'm always been a little bit of a contrarian, so I never thought about it that way. I think that the distributors had to try a lot of things that we'd been talking about over the last 10 to 12 years. Um, so they tried direct to consumer. They tried straight to streaming. Um, they tried, you know, with the theaters, hybrids, all different kinds of models. And they all point back to not every film is probably made for the big screen, but the majority of them are and having it with an exclusive window is the best way to go. And that's really where most of the distributors are going for the majority of their film. And there's a kind of a renewed appreciation for the uh, theatrical window and the uh, uh, theaters in general. So even though it was really tough and we felt like we were kind of getting beaten around a little bit, uh, it's all coming full circle in a really positive way. But there really were some 800-pound gorillas in your business. And I remember the lawsuits before COVID-19 that, like, AMC would tie up an entire area. And, and a smaller exhibitor like yourself wouldn't have access to a movie because they tied up the exclusive rights. Is that still true? Yeah, no, that's all gone away um, for the most part. And I, I have to be careful because at the end of uh, – uh, uh, right before COVID happened, we were kind of that 800 pound gorilla. So we got to see both sides of it. But um, yeah, that, that's for the most part gone away. They want to be in theaters that are going to do a great job and they want their content uh, uh, seen. And with digital distribution, it makes the cost of actually delivering film a lot less expensive. So there's ways to see film. Some people want to see it in a, a movie theater uh, you know, with dine-in, some want to see a traditional, and some might want to watch it on their phone, depending on the time and place. So how long is a, is a blockbuster? I assume Spider-Man's going to be a blockbuster. 
or, or Batman. The Batman is there. I guess the next one that's coming up. I assume that's going to be a blockbuster. In the old days, you know, that would show on one screen at a theater, and it would play there. I mean, sometimes you'd pass a marquee. And it's 26 consecutive weeks, you know, this you know movie has been here. Well, now, if on eight the, you know eight screens at a time it seems like the shelf life's a lot shorter yeah the uh shelf life so uh, i would call it 45 to uh 70 days are going to be the exclusive windows for theaters and what you're seeing is especially big movies like batman and spider-man people are really enjoying but it's also creating a resurgence of the indie film because there's more space in between where they can get a theatrical release with a little bit of a shorter window where they can share some of those marketing expenses. Well, so do you be, do you lurk around Sundance and look for the, you know, for the the indie films and and put them in your theaters? Uh, we're always on the lookout for great films, but we actually really support uh, filmmakers more than the individual films. And most filmmakers want their movie on the big screen. So even if they're going to do streaming. They would love to do an event on uh, in the theater, or even if it's just for a few weeks for a smaller film, they want to get a theatrical because it really is just a different experience. And yeah. the more that uh, people get distracted by their phones and all this technology, the movie theater is kind of a sacred place where you're not distracted by technology and you can really focus and immerse yourself in a story. Well, but again, now the phone for you gives you what? I mean, it gives you a ticket and a, and a way to, to, to select your seat in advance and I guess access to a menu and then the ability to order without flagging down or punching a button and, you know, lighting up a light to try to get somebody to take your order. It, it absolutely does. And it allows you to time out your order throughout the whole uh, movie as well. So we can still use our uh, ninja service staff, but we don't want to distract you during the film. My goal is that this idea of black box theater, which was really focused on live theater, um, we've brought over to look uh, dine-in so that we can immerse you and you can disappear into the story, into the, the, the film, especially as people are traveling a little bit less. Yeah. You can explore different cultures, different spaces and learn. And we've talked about this you know, over the years, um, but that's really what I'm about is opening perspective and giving you know, our guest a place where they can really uh, see how different people live their lives. All right. So the the next big deal is the Batman and you'll have what your two theater, your two other local theaters open for that. Yeah. Our next one that we'll talk about is opening uh, in Colleyville. Uh, that's on uh, March 1st is uh, we'll, we'll be opening it there. That's uh, uh, going to be a great theater, all laser projection. We're going to have an extreme 60 foot screen. And we're going to have an all-new menu for that. And then a month after that uh, in South Arlington, we're on a pace of uh, opening about a theater a month. Wow. Well, grow back in uh, in no time. Brian Schultz is the founder and CEO of Look Dine-In Cinemas. Always enjoy our visits. Thank you very much. My pleasure, David. Thanks for more of our conversation with Mr. Schultz. Go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.